Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. And and if somehow, some way, the Mandalorian season two trailer drops, them. imagine Kevin. Or if they like get, or if they get like, do a record our reaction. Hey guys, what's up, Kevin? Here we're recording reaction to the Mandalorian like season two trailer. I feel like we should. I mean, if it does it during Monday Night Football, I can run back to my computer real quick if you want to. Yeah, I'm down. We can do a, a quick. Uh, We're going to have to live stream. We're going to have to do like a four-hour live stream after that, though. Anyway, welcome to Star Wars <laughs> and Scotch. He's Tim. I'm Kevin. We do this every Monday night right here at twitch.tv slash raredrop and fb.gg slash raredropco. Uh, and if you miss an episode, you can go listen to us in the future on the raredrop YouTube, which is raredrop.co. But you just go to raredrop.co, click the Star Wars and Scotch logo, and it's all right there. Podcast, video, the whole nine yards. You can go back and listen to old stuff and see what we, if we were we were right or wrong. And <laughs> anyway, cool. Evan will remind me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. I have to. It's in the bylaws of Rare Trap. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to watch the Squadrons trailer that dropped today. Uh, we're, what, a week? Two weeks? We're two weeks, I think, away from launch. Two and a half weeks, maybe? Uh, Something like that. There was so much stuff that happened. So we have the Squadrons trailer. We have Mandalorian Season 2 trailer no doubtedly dropping during Monday Night Football tonight. If you need me to trace it back, I'll give you the short version. Here it is. Disney owns Star Wars. Disney owns ESPN. Monday Night Football is on ESPN. How do you get people that don't watch football to watch football? You drop the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer right in the middle of it. And then after it plays, everyone goes, oh my gosh, they all tune into Monday Night Football to see if they'll play it one more time, which they will, but probably not until after halftime. There you go. Do you really think it's going to happen today? Yeah, we're like... But they haven't teased anything. There's nothing on their socials about it. This is the tease. Mm. I'm telling you, dude. If it's All not right. this week, it's the week. It's next week or the week after. I feel like they just would have like done something. I don't know. And you're like, hey, tune in. Just wait till plays. Then more it'll be all over No, no, no. That's not how marketing works. You see. There is a large contingency of smart people that would do that. But there's also a large contingency of not people that are internet inclined enough to use YouTube and type in Mandalorian that will just watch Monday Night Football until it's shown to them. Mm. So. All right. I think it's tonight. If not, it'll be in the next week or two. Halftime, early game. I would say halftime or like close to halftime or I doubt it during halftime. Close to halftime or in halftime the third quarter. Halftime sounds right. 
Not during halftime, though. That's when everyone gets up and walks away from the TV. No, but they tease it. Stay tuned for the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer. Also, most of us are stuck inside anyway, so we're all just watching football and whatever else is on. There's hockey playoffs on tonight, too, though. So, and basketball. Anyway, mm -hmm. let's talk Star Wars. So, yes. a lot happened. Uh, a lot of information kind of leaked on the Obi-Wan. Not leaked, but we found out, we got confirmation that the Obi-Wan show is going to be a single season. That's it. So, it That's is. Yeah, we've talked about that before. It's a miniseries. But Ewan McGregor said it out of his mouth that it is only a single season. And of course... Hello there. Read it, yeah. Just like that. Literally, literally just like that. <laughs> just, just, he pops out of places. Hello there. We also <laughs> oh. found out that Ewan McGregor uh, said that they will start filming the show next spring. Mm -hmm. Which I was a little surprised. Why? Um, That they just like... they, they There are... They have a, a concrete like start time. So that means hopefully that we'll we'll see that. So if it's in spring of 2021, what do you think? Early 2022? Late 2021? I'd say like a year turnaround time. So spring 2022, yeah. summer 2022. They don't want it too close to Mandalorian. No. And Mandalorian seems to be in the fall, winter cadence. And if there's not going to be um, a Star Wars movie until 2023, they've got a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, like that. So yeah, I mean, the only other thing that we know of that's coming next year are the new books. That's it. Um, and then comics will keep their regular cadence. So yeah, that all sounds right. Uh huh. Yeah. Huh. Hmm? Yeah. Huh? Kevin, what happened to your hair? I shaved my head about four months ago. Thanks for watching the show, Percy. You <laughs> God. Oh. Four months ago. Spring 22 for Obi-Wan. Yeah, it is. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got that, the filming. Uh, we got the confirmation it's a single season. Um, I'm sure a lot of him taking the show on is the fact that his ex-wife is going to get. Does she get half of the money for this, too? Oh, because she gets. Oh, what a nasty divorce. Right. Not like Jeff Bezos is though that was like amicable so he could save money on <laughs> she has she owns she owns half of all Obi Wan IP, right? Uh I don't know if it's the IP, but his Star Wars royalties. That's what it was. Um What are you drinking tonight? What if it, or, well, uh I'm actually trying out a the horseman the horseman whiskey. Oh. Um you they um they actually have a, a restaurant in St. Pete. Um we'll go. Yeah, it's the um the guys who the um the uh Thirteen Strong that movie that Chris Hemsworth was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the guy who, who was actually portrayed by Chris Hemsworth started a whiskey company. Oh. Um yeah. Yeah, they do cool stuff for veterans and things like that. So So yeah. we should go. I have uh the McAllen twelve that I popped open the other day when I saw you. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's I what I Tim. usually drink. That's what I said. I saw Tim. Mm -hmm. That's my go-to. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we hung out. Yeah. We hung out. Um, what up, chat? Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had some drinks. I burnt some burgers. Yeah. It was great. I actually. He really. Yeah. He was, really did. He he started a small reactor. In I his tried backyard. to to like. <laughs> oh, Kevin. Because I had so a grilled hot. dinner and I was grilling, and unfortunately, it was raining. But I was like, nah, I'm, I can handle this. 
I can handle this. I can handle the grease fire, he said. And after I finished the wings, though, which took like 20 minutes, I was like, man, there's some like shamanistic primal feeling of cooking in the rain that feels so accomplished. And then I threw the burgers. These are not just any burgers. These are burgers I handcrafted myself. These are his Caprese burgers. Yeah, it's basically fresh pesto mixed in with the meat, and then you make patties, and then you serve with tomato, prosciutto, and a slice of mozzarella. You really wanted to make sure mayo. that we knew that he had prosciutto, not bacon. Yeah, I had to make sure Tim knew that. Tim would have been like, really this is great sure with the bacon! Uh... <laughs> But then, like, the grease fire started while I was cooking the burgers, and I overcooked them. They got a nice char on the outside. They did taste good on the inside, but they got a nice no, char yeah. on the outside. Yeah. So but I gotta try again. Not only did he... I'm pretty sure he melted part of his grill. I could smell plastic. There's no plastic on my grill. Pretty sure I smell plastic. There's no plastic, Tim. I just used it two days... No. When were you... No. The day after you were here. Yeah, I made hot dogs on it. That's fine. Okay. Blech. Anyway, uh, cool. So yeah, I'm drinking Macallan 12, and it's it's smooth and delicious. It's, I didn't even know I ran out of that 15, but apparently I did. Uh, Can you imagine right. cooking on a plastic grill, chat? I didn't say the whole thing was plastic. I just think there was plastic parts. Where? I don't know. Where? Just, I can smell it. So uh, one thing I came across when I was doing the Obi-Wan research was uh, people realized... Uh, that in A New Hope, follow me here, the last thing that Obi-Wan sees is Luke and Leia, right? Reunited 19 years. And at first glance, the Star Wars fans were all like, okay, that seems like it was well written and put into the story. That's awesome, right? That he would that would be the final thing when he would see that the, the, the twins are back together, right? Okay. You following me? That's a good thing, yeah. right? Yeah. No, you don't think that's a good thing? No, no, no. Okay, so... Yeah, so we're talking about Luke and Leia on the Death Star. Right. And they had just gotten out of the trash compactor. They got back up to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Across across the hangar bay. Yeah. We see Luke or we see uh Obi-Wan and Vader battling it out. Yeah. Just just setting setting the scene for the viewers. Yeah, and then he turns and looks at them right he before looks he gets now, struck now down to become more powerful than he could ever imagine. If you think about it, that's great. It works with everything. But when A New Hope was written, the idea that Vader was Luke's father and Luke was sisters and brother with Leia was not even in the lore yet. Right. So that look technically means absolutely nothing to what we think it does. Huh. Think about it. Yeah, but but it ruins the moment a bit. <laughs> it, it really ruins that entire that entire part. Yeah. Oh, but that but that's the joy of Star Wars, though, is that it all gets corrected. Yes. So you know, the Star Wars universe corrects itself. But yeah, you're right. That yeah. Yeah. So and in that what do you, moment, what do you think? What do you think? Obi Wan was what like what was going through his mind when he looked at Luke. In the like originally, original script, yeah, I I, I don't know. When Sir Guinness was when Sir Guinness was just being him and hated this this Star Wars movie that he was a part of <laughs> because he hated it. He hated it too. The only he person that hated, hated it, it more than him was Han Solo. <laughs> he hates uh. Star Wars. Um, I, 
I think it's one way to, to frame it like that, to think that Lucas didn't have a grander idea for what was going to happen with Luke and relationships between characters. It's a bit far-fetched, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I'm sure he had ideas and those leak into the script. And then if you take even into account the original Star Wars comic, which I just ordered, by the way. Well, not comic, but the, the comic they made from the original script. Have you ever seen that? No. Okay, when I get it, I will let you yes, peruse. Please. But basically, the entire story is different. Like, the Sith and the Jedi aren't evil. They're just two tribes. The Force is not the the major factor. It's more of just like this, kind of like the Chi in, in Mulan, in the new Mulan, where it's just like a piece of the person. Uh, I haven't seen it. But... Han Solo is a huge alien instead of a dude. Uh, what? Yeah, it's it's very different. Uh, Anakin Starkiller is Luke Skywalker's no, Luke Skywalker's Anakin Starkiller's mentor. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. It's wild. Um. So that was the original script, and then we got what we got, which is much better. And on this, this one's cool, and I'd love to see something like a cartoon or something made out of it. But that's that cool. <clears throat> um. So that's what's going on in Obi Wan World. No, nothing, nothing too, too no, crazy. No, it feels like kinda, everyone's kind of like grasping at the straws right now trying to get something. But Confirmation that a lot of what we heard, though, was, was true, which is good. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I found this, too. Um, uh, basically, uh, Mandalorian showrunner John Favreau says George Lucas gave them a hard time on set. <laughs> So all yeah, of those, that, honestly, this is interesting to me. All of those heartfelt pictures with like George holding the the child and stuff, and yeah, him, and then I read this and I'm like, oh, so it wasn't like this. Hey, George is here. Let's pay respect. Um, he would be giving all like uh, he would be giving Dave a hard time about how many setups he was getting and how fast he was shooting and urging him to go faster. Favreau shared. He was like a boxer's cornerman coaching him, but always with a twinkle in his eye. So he was, he was. Wait, why was that? Why was that any of George's worry anyways? Because it's still his baby, dude. That's so weird. Could you look, look at it this way? If if we sold GCX to somebody and they invited us back, you don't oh, think yeah, I would sit there and nitpick the shit out of everything they were doing? Yeah, you would. Like, really? You can put that stand up there? Is that what you can do? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You think that's a good idea? Uh, not a tremendous <sighs> amount. We talk about other stuff when I talk with him. I like to get more knowledge. He'll give me some reminders, especially before I shoot something, about how many setups I should try to get in a day. And I might rack his brain for certain things about how to cover a scene, Filoni explained. He's been very complimentary. I think he's enjoyed the show. And he said once that now he gets to watch it as a fan and... and uh, and watch it as a viewer. My job is to bring that knowledge forward and pass on what I've learned from him in every discipline to John and to the creative departments. Dave Filoni just sounds so dedicated to the cause. Very much so. <sighs> uh, the new season is about introducing a larger story in the world. Favreau explained the stories become less isolated, yet each episode has its own flavor, which sounds like the first season to me, honestly. And hopefully yep. uh, we're bringing a lot more scope to the show, adds Filoni. Everything gets bigger, the stakes get higher, but also the personal story between the child and the Mandalorian develops in a way I think people will enjoy, are, are uh, John's exact words. Ooh. Yeah. 
Chat, keep, right. keep in mind, uh, if you hit that questions command on Twitch or use the pinned comment on Facebook, you can pop some questions in there. Because right now we have zero, which is great, because that means I can get to Monday Night Football a lot quicker than I thought I would. Since Chat, don't, don't let him get to football. Don't you want me to be late? Don't you want to inconvenience me? You love inconveniencing me. Um, this also came out uh, during the week. Apparently, Thor Love and Thunder is going to be using the same VFX unit that was used to make Mandalorian. That's so cool. So basically, the t technology, the stage, and all that stuff that they used to make Mandalorian is how they're going to be making the new Thor movie. Um, which leads me to believe that the new one is going to be like more whacked out, interdimensional, Valhalla, Viking... I like well. I mean, even like the um, space, like stuff. the font of the logo has a very like nineteen eighties like um, like Dungeons and Dragons almost like style to it. Yeah, is it a prequel? I don't know. Is it? I don't know what it's about. Have they talked about it? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Well, but anyways, this level of technology, like Kevin, you and I got to go to a place local that has half of a ring. So cool. And they and they use the exact same monitors, the same LED panels that they use at ILM, uh, which is really cool. And like to be in a room that has a, a an unreal rendered backdrop and can be manipulated in real time by uh, VR software is is awesome. So of course more people are gonna want that because like I mean you see like all the behind the scenes stuff. Like, if they can get as much attention to detail from the actors when it comes to interacting with their environments, like, the better the the better they are going to be able to, when it comes to selling the product, which is the show, the movie. So, it's smart. There you go. So, we found that cool. Uh, Jane Foster is going to be Thor. She's listed as Thor in the credits. Uh, but also Chris Hemsworth is, so something's going to have to happen to Chris Hemsworth that will make her Thor, but I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go back in time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, new pictures from Mandalorian Season 2 came out. Entertainment Weekly put them yes. out. Yes. They're cool, but they're good. one of them grabbed me specifically. Okay. Well, two, because there's, there's Sandperson on Bantha, but that's just Yeah, cool. which is neat. Um, everything else is kind of, you know, we got confirmation that Kara and Grief are coming back. That's not really a surprise. Yeah. Um, Grief looks like he's got better clothes. Uh, it still yeah. looks like we are, uh, or we're going back to Tatooine. Is, there is, yeah, there is definitely some Tatooine here. Yeah, because there's him in the sand on the speeder standing in front of uh -huh. a building looks Tatooine and the sand person on the Bantha. But the one that is so interesting okay. is our good Moff Gideon. Yes. If you look in the background, it's the blurred lights and stuff, which he's totally... on a star. He's on a star destroyer. Yes. That doesn't surprise me though. Yes, Tim. He still has a star destroyer, which means of he course has... he still has a star destroyer. But how many does he have? Does he have a fleet? Does he have one? Does he have? I mean, what he is going on? I have a million questions. I mean, this is. I mean, this is right. This is. I mean, like it, this is the whole aftermath setup. You know, it's like you've got. You've got people who still have their, you know, small, small fleets. And we'll see that. You'll see that in the, the freaking, uh, the, the small, the short they did for squadron. Like that yes. was, that was a, 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 you know, one or two, or I guess it was like three star destroyers that are part of this fleet. 
that were being controlled by uh that were you know, that had one of the the admirals in control um you know everyone's everyone's splintered everyone's you know off doing their own thing um so for moff getting to have his own star destroyer that doesn't it doesn't surprise me at all or if he has if he he has someone under his control that had a star destroyer like if moff gideon found an admiral um you know or you know or or captain you know is able to you know get get a hold of their star destroyer and then just be put in command because of his rank um so surprise me so the squadrons trailer which we could queue up now will be right after the battle of endor according to the opening credits it's, yeah it's right after it's right after the fall of the death star so this is this is years later with moff gideon five, this is this is 5 years later okay and most and most so a, i mean a, a large a, i mean like so with uh with the empire they've already gone off into the chaos they've gone into the unknown uh unknown space uh, you know, like where the Chiss are, you know, where the ascendancy is, um, uh, where all these other, you know, unknown, you know, races and whatnot are, are hanging out. But, you know, it seems like, you know, some of them just stick around and, and hung out. So now the, th- the aftermath books with Thrawn, what's the timeline? No, no. So the aftermath books, Thrawn is not there. Oh, he's still in unknown space with Ezra. We don't, yeah, we don't know where he's at. Okay. So at that at that point, Thrawn is already gone. They make mention of Thrawn uh, at the end. They mention that they are going to go to the place where uh, Thrawn was from. They talk about you know they talk about going out you know out past you know the outer. So room. this is before Thrawn in Mandalorian, before Aftermath. Sorry. Yes. Okay. So there's this no is, cho- yeah, there's no so chance Aftermath- Thrawn shows up in no. Mandalorian. Well, the only way that Thrawn would show up in Mandalorian is if Mando and the child are out in unknown space. If they're out in the chaos, if they're out there, then yes. Which I think they're going to end up being. I think so. So I'm learning a lot about the chaos right now in in uh, the Ascendancy in Thrawn Book 4. Um, so the only way that you can navigate through the um like through the chaos is if you have third sight if you're chiss and you have third sight or if you are a navigator and you've come from the navigator guild um and so there are different types of guilds there's a bunch of like small sep- sects in the guild um like s- smaller groups within the larger group um and so the only way that you can go around and, and navigate safely without ending up in a in a in a sun or in a black hole uh, is by going and recruiting a navigator. Uh, so I think we're going to end up seeing Mando going to the navigator guild and hiring a navigator so that he can get to where the child's from. I'm really loving this My book. This book is really good. pushback there, though, is wouldn't he try and bring him to Jedi? Not necessarily his... Why would he bring him to Jedi? He because doesn't know she Jedi. Talked about, she, she talked about... The, mention, their enemy, she, the sorcerers, right? But he doesn't know that's who he is. He understands. He understands that he has like some type of like power, but right, they, so he has no concept of it. Wouldn't he be more likely to look for that rather than his race? No, because they told him that he had to take him back to his people. 
But his that people, was his new mission. But his people to me were she was saying the Jedi. That no, was I think I was no, I think I think she means like. Then why did she go where, into the whole tirade where, about the Jedi? Where he's from? Uh, be, well, because they're Force users. Not all of Yoda. Well, we don't know anything about Yoda's race. I shouldn't say that. No, it's, it's, that's not the assumption. The assumption is like what she was talking about. She was just talking about like the Force users. She was talking about like people like the Jedi. But I, I was, I assumed that that conversation that they had when she gave him his mission of like you need to return him to his family was him going out and finding where he his home world. Oh, see, I bought it as you have to bring him oh. back to the Jedi. No, I, I really don't think we're gonna see any of that. Okay, that's the vibe that I get. I got a different vibe. Interesting. I had a, I thought he would, she, he would try and find. Luke's new temple. No. I don't think so. That's too easy. You can't tell me it's hard to find Luke. This is pretty hard to find. No, no, Luke. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the out of giving him to like to Luke just is too easy. He's, I don't a, think he's also saying it's putting two and two together is difficult for Mando here. Like he would need context to bring him to Luke. Yeah, right, exactly. Because in this photo from the comic, Luke has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven students in his temple. What but I comic? can see. It's just a screenshot from a comic. I was trying to look up what planet his temple was on, but I'm not finding anything. Uh, Jedi Prax. Oh, no, that's Legends. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I, I don't think man. I think, yeah, I don't think Mando's going to be going to Luke. Because then why then why would Ahsoka get involved? Like if Ahsoka is gonna be in in season two, because she knows she she knows who Luke is, but she's busy off doing other things. She's out looking for Ezra right now. Like that's the whole point. Okay. Like that she, she at the end at the end of six, her and Sabine go off. So why why would Sabine and and uh wh- like why would they why would they be looking for Luke? It no, just, no, I don't just, think she's looking for Luke. I feel like if he bumps into Ahsoka in his travels, she's gonna be like, "You can take him to you know blah blah blah." Yeah, but they but they would but they're already out. But that that point then they're already in 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 the, in the chaos. They're in the the unknown regions. I know she. I'm not saying she met Luke. I said she knows who Luke is. There's no way Ahsoka does not know who Luke is. How would she know? Uh, no, she she would most definitely know who Luke is. Luke is like the hero of the Republic, and everybody in the galaxy knows who Luke is. He is literally one of the most popular people in the Republic, which is why his disappearance is so impactful when everything starts going to shit again. I know you hated the movies, but you have to stick with the lore if you're going to be a part of the conversation. <laughs> I'm not saying Tim is wrong. I'm just saying I read it as bringing him to the Jedi, not to whatever Yoda species is. Mm. Yeah, there's no way she doesn't know that. Oh no! Everyone, she can literally everyone in the everyone in 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 the galaxy knows of. And you're talking about a Jedi who has mastered the veil. Well, not mastered, but has learned the ability of using the veil of the Force, which is so freaking rare. You're gonna tell me she doesn't know who Luke Skywalker is? And 
if Ahsoka's smart, which she is ridiculously intelligent by the time she is a mature adult, you don't yeah. think she's going to connect the dots? And let's be honest, if they ever, if there's ever a story where Ahsoka and Luke are in the same place, you don't think Luke's force energy will somehow remind her of Anakin? Chat is Star Wars. We're talking. Grab the low hanging mm. fruit. It's right there for you. <laughs> it's for kids. <laughs> true, true, Kevin. True. Um, I just, I feel, I feel like we're just, we're so like. That whole Skywalker thing is just is <laughs> done. End Skywalker in all caps is my new favorite comment in this conversation. Yeah, that might be I'm, the I'm dead giveaway. Chat. I'm with chat. End Skywalker. It like it's just it's just too easy. It's such an easy out. Oh, and I and God. I think I think Dave is aiming for something a little bit deeper here. Anyone can be a Skywalker nowadays. I mean, uh, thirty I mean, anyone, some years I mean, later. Anyone that's a nav. Anyone that's a navigator can technically be for the chiss ascendancy. Yeah, yeah. Anyone, anyone that has third sight is a Skywalker. Yeah. I really want Ahsoka to meet Luke in some scene. I'm sure in the timeline she already has in Filoni's head. He's just framing how he wants to introduce it to you. Because there's no way that Ahsoka and Luke exist in the same timeline and they've never met. I find that to be incredibly impossible. Yeah, because if you can reach out, Jedi. exactly. You could if you can reach out in the Force like Luke can. He had to have gotten a blip on the force radar. Like, <laughs> I have trouble. I have trouble believing that Ahsoka and Luke, in some capacity, Ahsoka, who Dave Filoni teased, like, yeah, she's not dead yet at the end of the last movie. Like, come on. Ahsoka exists to be this major character that's never been in a feature film. That's who she is. And she, but she's interacted with almost every character we know from the first six movies. Yeah. I'm waiting for someone to be like, Ahsoka never met Leia. You should read the Ahsoka book. I can say that now that I've finished it. I'm so proud of you. Are you uh, almost done with your uh, your WoW book yet? Uh, I'm like halfway. Kevin, I need you to get on the My the mornings book, have dude. altered drastically since I started working out again in the morning. So I went from having like an hour to only having 40 minutes. That's why audiobooks are so good, Kevin. You can listen to them while you're working out. Not while you're doing a bike ride, Tim. I have to listen to the millennial instructor yell instructions at me. Stand up. Go faster. Come on, fat ass. You can do better. <laughs> that's such an aggressive workout. That's all I hear. <laughs> they don't say that, but that's what I hear. Hey, fatty, pedal faster. That's what I hear, and then I get mad at them. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> you, you. <laughs> hear me? I want to watch Kevin work out just so I can get the full experience. Oh, God, it's. It's got to be like watching a whale fight for life on the beach. <laughs> uh, Mattel is bringing Babu Frick to toy life, chat. Yeah. You two can own Babu Frick and put him on a shelf and walk by him all the time and just say, that thing is so f***ing cute. He is cute. That's it. That's the. That's all. He, that's it. Just Babu Frick is adorable. I, I found that and I figured that there would be someone out there who would find that really helpful. And I'm like, I'm getting my kid Babu Frick for Christmas. There you go. Uh, you want to watch the Squadrons trailer chat? I would love to. All right. Let me make it full screen so it's not me and Tim doubled over. Sorry, Facebook chat. I can't see you anymore. So if you have any questions, Tim will take Tim will field them. No. All right, Tim's not going to feel the Facebook chat. Here we go. Hopefully the audio to do with you guys all day long. Last time. 
I'm sure most of you have seen this, but I don't think anyone's going to object to watching it again. This is uh, squad leader Varko Gray. He's the leader of Titan Squadron for the Empire. This is the Varsha Imperial Dockyards right after Endor. Got Gotta set the set the tone, dude. How come they can't Tim just make more of this? I know, I would I would pay a lot of money to watch this. I'd get a Star Wars subscription service to watch things like this. Also, yeah. did you notice his HUD inside of there is exactly what we're getting in the game? It even has the life at hundred percent. Want it to be a simulator, and so they want to make sure they get all those details correct. Look at that shipyard. <laughs> Man, the rebels are just lighting it. Also, the fact that this is from the imperial standpoint makes the rebels look like assholes was such a good touch. Yes, it, it makes the rebels look like the bad guys that they are. Yeah, Tim, that's it. <laughs> Man, if only Thrawn's TIE defenders were here. These TIE defenders have warp capabilities, and it's fine. Turn the volume up again. It's important that you hear how awesome this is. I thought it was going to make it, and then I'm like, wait a minute, there's yeah, four minutes left in the trailer. Really thought he was in there. Oh, it was at this moment. He knew. Oh. He, uh, <laughs> this is so... Like... Yeah. Butt-clenched. I wonder if you can do this. I wonder if you can go stealth and just turn all your power... Cut your engines like flight simulator. They talk about doing that a lot in Thrawn. Not good, bud. You don't want your ship doing that. Do you ever wonder why X-Wings need R2 units and TIE Fighters don't? Um, that is a great question. I don't know. Or is it just like co-pilot versus single piloted ship? Oh man, that was so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's because are, uh, they, they have a better, they have a stronger onboard computer, or... Everyone's saying hyperdrive and navigation. I guess because the X-Wings can go long distances? Ah, uh, yeah, TIE mm -hmm. Fighters are not lightspeed capable. That makes sense. Well, it, well, the TIE Defenders are. The TIE Defenders are yeah, but that's not a defender. He's in a fighter, isn't he? I, I understand that he's an interceptor. What I'm saying is that the, the Empire does have those capabilities that can do 
love that he actually like turns the rocket back down. That's so gotta cool. be a mechanic you can do. Yeah, it's it's definitely a that you can use it. They wouldn't have put it in the game as well. This is some damn good piloting on both of their parts. screwed. fight on planets like this. No, this is for drama. Yeah, I I don't think they've got the tech to go from space to, to ground like that. Be dope. No, I don't think that was Death Star wreckage. I think that was wreckage from the shipyard no, it was wreckage dock. from the shipyard and from the the Star Destroyers that were coming into orbit. He tried using he tried using their uh, debris as a as a smoke screen. That's always the one thing that always blew my mind is that there's no eject for Tie Fighters. Like people are saying, Empire pilots are expendable. They just... They don't get an eject. No, dude, they don't have an eject. Well, I mean, assuming it would be a weight thing. War's over. Damn. How did he hear him say that? I would assume this... Dude, like, that was a memory. Kevin? It's going to go out on a limb. And say so he runs into someone, he calls him an imp. It's not over yet. Tells him the war is over. Maybe it's part of the campaign that we get to play. I love this shot right here. That sun that sunset with the the TIE fighters coming. So good. Well, that's the trailer. Uh, it's so good. We are, let's see, where are we? We have, yeah, two and a half weeks before it comes out. So deal with it. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Um, Yeah, I mean, like you said, the game's a true simulator. The HUD looks just like the, I'm sorry, the, the inside of the, I, won't, I don't want to say HUD because for us it's a HUD, but for them it's basically their cabin. Looks just like what they, we saw in the trailers. So, and the cockpit, all of their displays. Mm hmm Everything. Yeah. So that was pretty cool and on point and interesting to see that like that this is what you'll be flying. Yeah. Um Those interceptors <laughs> are really cool. Yeah, I mean the whole scene was just just wild. Yeah, it was just it was so good. And it's what, four types of ships on either side. <clears throat> yes. Uh fully cust customizable. Does that include cosmetic? I know it's cosmetics, but is that also like build out? 
Isn't there skill trees for each ship or something along those yes. lines? Yes. Yeah, and then there's like there's like add-ons and stuff that you there's like mods, like modifications that you can put on. Like that thing that he does where he like turns the rocket 180 and the rocket like flips around and yeah. gets retargeted to the X-wing. Like I, I'm pretty sure that's like a mod you can put on your uh, on your on your guy. I'm curious too if the, they're gonna mirror each other to the full extent or if there will be. Oh, are you saying like a one to one? Like an interceptor will feel just like or like no, no, like not even A-wing. feel, but like perks and stuff. Will the perks be different? That's more. No, like, I'm pretty sure that like the the imperial forces are are like it's still gonna it's gonna be different from what the republic have, the new republic. I like it, I like it, I like it. I got my flight stick ready. Yeah, you do. I'm still like apprehensive on the VR front for that though. Yeah, same. I don't know. I'll I don't give it a shot. Puke I'll try it. Yeah, I don't want to puke either. I don't want to get a headache, but I I still feel like it'll be really fun. Just to just to like be in the cockpit of uh, of a Tie Fighter would be just really neat. Just for a little bit, even if it was just for just a, like an hour, I think it'd be fun. I might do it like and not stream it. Yeah, that could be fun. I like it. <clears throat> Uh, will you guys be playing on Steam for the VR sport or another launcher? Anonymous asked. There's your answer. I, I yeah, I'll be doing Steam. I must play that game and as beautiful as it can come. Yeah, I wanna I wanna put my VR headset on. Hear that chat? What? No, nothing. <laughs> oh. Tim sent me an article. I don't know if you wanted to talk about this. The bioterror plot. Being the future of Star Wars with Palpatine. Oh, I I didn't I didn't know if you wanted to actually bring that up or not. We're here. Go for it, bud. Oh well, all all this was saying is that after after the nine movies, they like we had actually talked about this last week, where they were just they kind of brought it up in the in this article about how the next movie could be more about Palpatine and you know he like give more of a backstory to him and make him not just the just like the evil antagonist but really give him more life and and uh you know a real a really good backstory and they, they bring up a lot of a lot of stuff that happened in in eu and they're saying that a lot of stuff could could become canonized um but yeah i didn't think you'd want to bring it up but i was just like this could be interesting they also got me the clickbait when i first saw it and i was like this is what's going to be next I'm like wait a second what it says the next star wars movie could show palpatine's darkest moments i'm like Shut up. What? And then I click it, and it was essentially just what we talked about last week. They also reference back to the Dark Horse comics with Palpatine and the Which, clone but that's Palpatine. Also, but that's not in canon, is it? No, no, it's not. But they were referencing okay. it as like a reference point for future content. There's things that I, I had never heard of. Like they had uh, Palpatine falls victim to the Aroth 6 virus. Like I had no idea what that was. And I assume that's what comes in with like his clones. Like if he got sick and then he just left that body and then got put in a new one mm-hmm. but so i'm not familiar with that which is uh, this is what is this called um darth vader in the ghost prison and it goes it goes more to the back to the eternal emperor theory again because right. inhabiting a clone body is interesting because it's not just a clone like as we know it this is inhabiting an empty shell and right. i feel like the science behind it and everything is different so I don't know. Well, it reminds me a lot of like Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along those that lines. same idea of just being like just being re-uploaded constantly, or even like uh, altered carbon. 
The other, speaking of Palpatine, the other news that broke this week was in an interview, Daisy Ridley revealed that the Kenobi theory was actually... That was actually a thing. That was it for a while until they went uh-huh. to the Palpatine theory. Yeah, uh, even though I was like, I, I said that I hated it. I was like, no, it's terrible. And actually, that was going to be a thing. That was actually a, a legitimate leak. I like it better. Of her being a Kenobi? It makes more sense. Kenobi. Kenobi. I don't know. At least we would have known that that like Obi Wan got his on at some point. <laughs> it would have made way more sense. The whole her being a Palpatine just never. I don't know. Like I get it, but at the same time, I just don't love it. Like after after seeing it, after seeing it play out, like I think her being a Kenobi would have been dope. I just love how. Everyone was like, see, it would have been better this way. And I'm like, you still would have f***ing hated it. Just stop pretending. <laughs> like, like, oh, it should, but this would have been so much better. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, you still would have found every reason in the universe not to like it. Mm. So just pump the brakes. Stop acting like <laughs> a righteous piece of shit. And, you know, let's all move on with our lives yeah. and enjoy Star Wars for what it is. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very interesting that they, they canned that. The you are, I mean that that's the thing is you are no one was on the table Kenobi was on the table and Palpatine right. was on the table. We did catch Kathleen Kennedy in a lie though because she has said from the be it's oh oh it's always been Palpatine since the beginning it was Palpatine. You liar! It's like Daisy says, dirty liar. I feel bad that Daisy has had trouble getting work. Post, I mean she's, I mean she is the same thing happened to uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, but he was the Joker at some point. Yeah, but that was the whole thing. Is like visually he wasn't. His voice was construed and it was all like morphed and changed. Uh, you know, for him to be the Joker. But like, yeah, Daisy's kind of typecasted right now. You guys would have hated the no one storyline too. Stop. Don't do that to yourselves and me. Yeah, makes me crazy. Ah, uh, la 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 la. Mark asks, I really want to get into the books to know more about the full universe. I know there's a ton. Is there a definitive place to find them all? And what is canon? I don't... Is there like a composite on StarWars.com of all of the canon books? That's actually a really good question that I don't think Tim and I have ever answered. We just kind of yell like, No, it's canon! Uh, what, what is canon? What books are canon and which one, you know? Oh. Star Wars canon books? Let's Google. Timeline of canon books on Wikipedia. Holy shit, that's a lot of canon books. Sorry, I was looking at Vader 5, um, the comic. And I'm trying to figure out, there's a there's a scene where Vader actually opens up her sarcophagus. Oh no, is there, there's not necrophilia involved, is there? No. But he scans her body... A med he so she's dead and he finds a med implant that's stamped and traceable and but I can't figure out what planet it's traced to because it's a bunch of slideshows so it doesn't tell you everything it's like just little bits and pieces but Seb is still very much so involved which makes me think that Kira Knightley still has a chance to have a role in a Star Wars movie at some point We need to get these comics, Kevin. I have some on my app, my Marvel app. I know. You keep on telling me about it, and I want to read. I want to 
I want to read through these. You also haven't even taken the cold brew from my fridge that I've been saving for you. Oh, but, you know, we could do a trade. You can let me read these, and I can let you play Vader Immortal. Because you need to play through that, because it's really good. And there's another Star Wars VR game coming out soon, so you need to get caught up. All right, I'm down. Anonymous asks, how about that rumor that Moff Gideon is an Inquisitor? Anonymous, I'm going to need you to go back. Oh, my God, and I need you to listen to every other episode like that we've four ever episodes. done. Of that, <laughs> I need to go back and do that uh, to 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 check that out where we talked about in detail the theories about around Moff Gideon being an inquisitor. He's not. He's not. But we do talk about it. Some are saying Moff Gideon is a Mandalorian. No, he's got a history with the with the the Empire. He was an ISB agent, right, Tim? Yeah, he was ISB. So he's got he's got history. I don't think it was a Mandalorian. Also, the Imperial Security Bureau. I got to the the parts with Tarkin in in Clone Wars with Hunter. Yeah, and I forgot how much of an asshole he is when you meet him. General, <laughs> Director Krennic. But no, when he's like he's like not thanking them for saving him from the. Oh separatist. no! In Clone Wars, no, he's an absolute ass. He's pompous. He's but he selfish. likes Anakin. He has a massive hard-on for Anakin. And he only wants to deliver the code half that he has to the Emperor, and Ahsoka only will deliver it to Master Yoda. <laughs> it's like, it begins! Some of the Mandos yep. got recruited into the Empire, and there was a rumor saying he was manipulating the Mandos to get what he wants. Well, we know who yeah, those I mean, Mandalorians they got, are, though. They, right, they're not... Gar it's not like... How, was that, what it, house is Gar Saxon from? Uh... Uh... Shit. Gar Saxon. Uh, yeah, so those guys, though, like there are Mandalorians that get uh, recruited, but yeah, he's not there. I don't think they're going to turn any Mandalorians into ISB agents and put them on Coruscant. Yeah, like we we know the ones that are turned for the most part. It'd be yeah, it'd be pretty pretty wild. Uh, he's he's from arc. he's from House he's from House Vizsla. Yeah, Vizsla Clan Saxon. Which is interesting because the Vizslas obviously ended up not being loyal to the Empire. Yeah. Because we meet the latest Vizsla in the Mandalorian. Well, he's just from one of the houses. I mean, he's from he's from that house, but he's from a different clan, I would assume. Uh, Anonymous said, Luke found history pads from the old Jedi Temple and found a section on Ahsoka, I think. Star Wars Speculation did a video on it. If you want to link that video in one of the chats Wait, or what? hit me and Tim up with it on Twitter, basically saying uh, when Luke went to the old Jedi temple, I'm assuming on Coruscant, uh, there was data pads with Ahsoka in them. Tim's processing. No, I'm reading. I'm actually reading it right now. Oh, yeah? You found it? Do you want to share it with the class? I'm making sure this is the right thing. That's why I'm speed reading through it right now. Keep it going, Kevin. No, that's it. That's the show. No one else oh. asked any questions, so we're done. Crap. I'm trying. I'm, I found one article, and it was from, it was from Fansided. 
Uh, it says, in an upcoming book called Star Wars, The Secrets of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker reveals his knowledge of the Jedi history, including Ahsoka Tano. Uh-huh. Uh, in a recent... Uh, in a, chat. This, well, but this is also... This is, like, from a year ago. But I'll, I'll, I'll read it anyways. Um... Luke takes readers through a history of many prominent characters in Star Wars lore, including his father's apprentice, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka, famously nicknamed Snips by Anakin, became one of the first characters we know uh, of the willingly walk to willingly walk away from the Jedi for reasons other than becoming a Sith or going to the dark side of the Force. Ahsoka felt betrayed, uh, blah, 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 blah. The moment when Anakin says Ahsoka's name in Star Wars Rebels, okay... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, that's it. Apparently, in The Secrets of the Jedi, Luke mentions Ahsoka. Ha-ha! Eat I guess. chat. <laughs> like, I guess, I guess that's it. That's it. That's all I needed. Eat I chat. I guess, I guess that's it. Please just let me continue to rub it in. I'm yeah, okay, so here, so here's the entry in the book. And so this book has, it's, it's essentially like an encyclopedia, but it's written in Luke's voice. And so this is what it says. Ahsoka Tano was the former Padawan, the Jedi term for an apprentice of my father, Anakin Skywalker, before he turned to the dark side. During the Clone Wars, Ahsoka mastered... Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, during the Clone Wars, Ahsoka matured from an impulsive young uh, trainee to a trusted commander. However, unlike her fellow uh, Togruta Jedi uh, Shakti, Ahsoka never went on to become a Jedi Master. When she was framed for an attack on the Jedi Temple, Ahsoka chose to leave the Order despite being uh, exonerated of the crime and walk her own path. After the rise of the Empire, Ahsoka found her calling, providing vital information and assistance to the Rebel forces under the codename Fulcrum. And that's it. That is, the, that, is, that is what's said in the book. Each so, so Luke knows of Ahsoka. They, he knows her history. And that's it. There we go. I win. <laughs> there it is, chat. Sorry, I'm petty like that. <laughs> chat, thank you so much for joining us. Tim and I are going to punch into hyperspace and get out of here for this Monday. We appreciate each and every one of you. He's Darkness429 on Facebook. I'm KMagic101 here on Twitch, and we are Rare Drop. Go to raredrop.co, click the Star Wars and Scotch logo. You can catch up on old episodes uh, or any of the other podcasts and entertainment that we have. On there, click it and, and, and just do it. Click it, grip it, and rip it. Bookmark it. Make it your homepage. Do Dude, people still yeah. do that? Uh, I do, but I'm old oh, and don't make know how rare to use drop. Co so. your homepage. That's it. That's it. Thank you guys so much. We're going to send you over to one of our affiliate channels tonight. Uh, this is the folks over at Bolts Gaming. So go give them, go give them a, a, a good a good show. Chat. Good we show. love you. You're awesome. And as always, you say it this time, Tim. May the force be with you. Bye. <laughs> That's my line. Yeah, we switched. I like that. All right. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.